This is the Value Investor Podcast with Tracy Reinick. All things value, all the time. Welcome back, value investors. So someone on Twitter was recently talking about how not everything is expensive on the stock market. We know the ones that are. So for every NVIDIA that's trading at 40 times sales, there are companies that are actually on sale, literally trading with price to sales ratios under one. But again, NVIDIA is trading at 40 times and a lot of the other FANG men are over 10 times sales. Now, remember what uh, the price to sales ratio actually means and why we care about it as investors. So a price to sales ratio of 0.5 or 0.7 means an investor is paying 50 cents or 70 cents for every dollar of sales that company is making. Um, So you're getting those sales at a discount. You're getting them cheaper than what the company is making them for. This is what value investors try to do in investing. We want to get it cheap. Conversely, for NVIDIA, I said it was trading at 40 times sales. So in that case, you're spending $40 for every dollar worth of NVIDIA sales. That's expensive. That's overpaying by, you know, all that time, all that amount, basically, to get that same $1. Now, why would anyone do that? I know you're thinking that, right? Like, why would I do that scenario? Well, NVIDIA is a growth company, so you're assuming that it's going to be able to grow those sales at a faster rate, so you're not really going to end up paying 40 times for them ultimately. Now, whether or not that happens is a whole nother scenario, but for value investors, we want to know what is happening right now. We want to get them cheaper at the discount because we're not planning on any, you know, events or like the growth taking over on ours. We're just seeing what they're doing right now. And right now I'm getting the sales at a discount. So currently on Zach's, there are 1,862 companies with price to sales ratios under one. That's the value metric. It's one or or less. Um, So that's where we're getting the discount. So that's a lot. So the people on Twitter are talking about how there are a lot of cheap companies out there aren't wrong. But I wanted to know, since I was thinking about like NVIDIA and Microsoft and all those stocks trading with really high price to sales ratios. How many big cap stocks are really cheap? Because it seems like a lot of the big caps are expensive right now. Um, So that would be a market cap above 10 billion is considered a large cap. So when I add just that in, I get 176 stocks. So that's also quite a few, more than I would have thought, that actually have the uh, price to sales ratio under one and that have a market cap over $10 billion. So again, they're right. Not everything is expensive right now. But for our purposes, I did want to narrow it down. And I thought, what if we add the Zach's number one ranks? So what would we get if we did that? We'd get a, a stocks over uh, $10 billion in market cap. Then we would get price to sales less than one, so they're value, they're cheap. Then we would hopefully get, with the Zach's number one rank strong buy, we would get 
rising earnings estimates or something good is going on with the earnings that the analysts are, you know, doing uh, revisions and they're going up. So that's what we want to see right now here in 2023. And when I add just the Zach's number one ranks of which there's usually around 230 of those total, we got 11 stocks. So that's a good little list to look from. So they're large caps and you can buy the sales for less and it's got the number one rank. Um, so those that's uh, all the things that we really look for, right? Um, so that's exciting. But who is on this list? It's kind of a unique list. And I discovered just even looking at the tickers because a lot of them were five letters that at least half the list was Japanese companies. So I love running a screen where I have no idea what's really going to come up and uncovering a new trend when I run it. So Buffett has gone to Japan this year. I don't know if you heard about it. Um, he did an interview with Becky Quick from Japan already this year here in 2023. So um, I like to think, you know, Buffett maybe run ran a screen like this, uh, maybe not without the Zach's rank, but he was too was looking around for some cheap companies. He has money to deploy. He ran the screen. He sees all the Japanese names. He picks up the phone. He calls Charlie Munger. He says, Charlie, Japan is cheap again, and I'm coming to pick you up. So he gets in the private jet. He goes to California. He gets Charlie. They go to Japan. They meet with the businesses, they're investing in these trading companies, and he's getting in really cheap because this was a couple months ago. Um, he actually was buying Japanese trading firms with a lot of the cash, and they just recently announced that they had added to those positions at Berkshire Hathaway. So I guess we shouldn't be surprised that Buffett was ahead of the trend or ahead of the screen, so to speak. And he's already in it. He's already in this cheap trade. But this uh, podcast has basically become, you know, cheap Japanese companies. And I don't think I've ever done a podcast devoted just to Japanese stocks. I have done ones about Chinese stocks in the past, I believe, but that was a number of years ago too. But now Japan um, is cheap and things are going on over there. So I picked out five Japanese companies to feature on this podcast, and they are all cheap. They are all on the move here in 2023 higher because people have figured out that the Japanese companies are cheap here in 2023. So let's dive in. The first one is Canon. Most of us know Canon, right? Ticker C as in cat, A as in Adam. J as in John, P as in Paul, Y as in Young, C-A-J-P-Y. So five letters. Um, so as I said, most of us know Canon. They make inkjet printers. They make laser printers. They do medical equipment. They also have the cameras. That's one of the big things that many of us know from Canon. Price to sales is just 0.87. They have a market cap of 27.7 billion, so they're big. Uh, we have just one estimate on Zax.com. Uh, earnings expect to be up 9% this year with a little bit of a sales decline of 2.8%. 
Canon's been around a long time. So this is like one of the slow growing types of companies, which a lot of these big Japanese companies are, but doesn't mean they're not cheap, right? If, you know, you can still, you can still do well with a cheap, slow grower. They have a plan for a targeted dividend payout of 50%. And we have dividend yield of 3.3%. But I noticed while doing this podcast that our dividend here at Zax.com is different than the dividend yields on Yahoo Finance. And that could be um, because of maybe changes in like how they're valuing the yen in there, um, the you know exchange rate kind of thing. I'm not sure, but um, I'm going with 3.3 on this one. It has a PE of 13.7, so that's low too. But year to date, shares are up 22.8% already. Because again, it, people have discovered the Japanese stocks this year. Um, but again, it's still cheap, both on a PE and price to sales ratio. So that's Canon, C-A-J-P-Y. Then we're switching over to cars, Subaru Corporation. Its ticker is F as in Frank, U, J as in John, H as in Harry, Y. F-U-J-H-Y. And you might be wondering, why, why does it have that crazy ticker when it's Subaru? And that's because they used to be called Fuji Heavy Industries, but they have now become Subaru. So don't pay any attention to the ticker really, but it is uh, the ticker. So this one, uh, market cap of $14 billion on Subaru. We all know them, the car automaker. Um, they are in EVs now. They have launched the 2023 Subaru Solterra is their EV, their first in the EV market. Uh, price to sales of just 0.49. PE is 7.1. I have dividend yield of 1.8. Uh, earnings expected to rise 33% this year to $1.29 from 97 cents last year. Year to date, these shares are up 23.9%. So again, people are figuring out Japan and finding it because it did just get too dirt cheap at the end of 2022. Now, a lot of auto manufacturers are cheap right now, not just Subaru. So also keep that in mind. So that's Subaru, F-U-J-H-Y. Then our third company is Mitsubishi Electric. Picker M as in Mary, I, E as in Edward, L as in Larry, F as in Frank. M-I-E-L-F. We've talked about Mitsubishi Electric on prior podcasts. They are the big electrical and electronic products conglomerate with a market cap of $29 billion. Price to sales ratio is just 0.8. PE of 15.6. They are paying a dividend of, I have 3.8%. Um, fiscal 2024, earnings expected to be up 17.3% percent to 88 cents from 75 cents, but we only have one estimate on them. So a lot of these, as because they're foreign companies, are very lightly covered uh, in the U.S., but obviously they have a Zach's rank, so all of these companies have to have at least one analyst estimate on them. Year-to-date, Mitsubishi Electric is up 40.4 percent, so it's had quite a nice run, still cheap, and um, we'll see where it goes from here. So that's Mitsubishi Electric, M-I-E-L-F. Then uh, our fourth company, this is 
interesting that they're all in basically kind of different categories as well. Um, Sumitomo Corporation, ticker S as in Sam, S as in Sam, U, M as in Mary, Y. So S-S-U-M-Y, Sumitomo. It has a price to sales ratio of just 0.54 and a market cap of 26 billion. And they describe themselves as an integrated trading company. What does that mean? They have six business units. So they're basically in almost everything. So they're in metal products, which is like steel and tubing, transportation and construction systems, infrastructure, which is water, airports, electricity and logistics, media and digital. I guess they own JCOM, Japan's largest cable TV operator, and Jupiter Shop Channel, a TV shopping company. They have living related and real estate, which includes supermarkets and real estate and construction in Japan, including cement, office buildings, and residential. They also have min mineral resources, energy, chemical, and electronics, which includes oil and gas and minerals. And then they're into innovation in energy as well. So they have that's a kind of a separate business unit, but they do talk about it. Well, I guess it's not really a unit, but they do talk about energy innovation as well and things going on there. So quite a conglomerate, quite big. PE is just 7.6, so that's really cheap. They do pay a dividend of 1.6%, but as I mentioned, Yahoo Finance has some different ones. They have 4.3. I'm not sure the difference, but it could be that the dividend is variable in some way. Um, so make sure you check into that if you're interested in the dividend. We have two estimates on Sumitomo, and they're um, actually expecting earnings to fall on this one for fiscal 2024, down 16.7% to 279 from 335 last year. Um, this one trades with very small average volume. A lot of these trade on over-the-counter. This one does too, and it's only 34,000 shares a day trading. So you can see the Japanese companies are mostly ignored, even though year-to-date this one is up 29.5%. So that's Sumitomo, S-S-U-M-Y. And then the fifth one is one um, many of us also know along with Canon, which is Panasonic, ticker P as in Paul, C as in Cat, R as in Robert, F as in Frank, Y. P-C-R-F-Y. They are in home appliances, domestic equipment, systems for manufacturing and logistics, batteries, and electronic components. So many people have owned a Panasonic appliance over the years. Either it's like a radio or, um, you know, even like a boom box from back in the day. Uh, televisions, things like that. Panasonic is big. Uh, founded in 1918. So they're over 100 years old. I do like these kind of old time companies. This one's still going strong. Price to sales of point. Four seven market cap of twenty nine billion and uh, PE of just twelve point nine. We have three estimates on Panasonic, so it's a little more actively covered. Fiscal twenty twenty four earnings expected to be up nine point five percent to ninety two cents from eighty four cents, and then another gain expected in fiscal twenty twenty five of sixteen percent. 
Um, dividend, 1.8%. Uh, that's on Yahoo Finance. Zacks has 1.3. Year-to-date, these shares are up 44% already. So again, they've had quite a ride. If you were smart enough and you saw really cheap Japan at the end of 2022 and you managed to get in, you're doing quite well here in 2023. But given how cheap these stocks all are, I don't feel like it's too late to get in um, because of the cheapness. That's what we like to buy as value investors. Um, even though these all do have momentum, they're still really off the radar. It's not like they're talking about any of these on CNBC or Fox Business. Um, I don't see anybody really tweeting out about them. And even with Buffett going to Japan already once this year, um, so clearly he's interested in Japan, it's still kind of quiet out there, which tells you that um, it's a true value stocks. Now, we only have one where the earnings are expected to decline this year. So one that could be considered a little more of a value trap, but it's still cheap. So um, sticking with it, that would be Sumitomo, right? They were the ones um, that are expected to see it uh, decline a bit. Um, no, yeah, it was Sumitomo. So otherwise, take a look at the Japanese stocks. Uh, it's been decades since they were really in. I used to own Sony in the value investor portfolio here at Zacks. I still love Sony. It's come down a bit off its highs, but it just wasn't cheap enough to make it into a screen like this. But it's not altogether expensive with a forward P of... Um, 16, I think, right now. So you might want to take a look at some of the other stocks that are out there in Japan because there are quite a few others. So let me recap the tickers from this one because there's ones that, you know, we probably never heard of. So we have Canon, it's ticker C A J P Y. We have Subaru, ticker F U J H Y. We have Mitsubishi Electric. M-I-E-L-F. We have Sumitomo, S-S-U-M-Y. And we had Panasonic, P-C-R-F-Y. And be sure to subscribe so you don't miss a single one of the Value Investor podcasts because it's here where we're digging deep into screens and everything else going on with value to, to find the most interesting value stocks right now and apparently it's japan very interesting what's going on with all the cheapness there right now um so be sure to subscribe get us on apple podcasts you can get us on spotify we're on amazon music you can also get us on zax.com we have a podcast link right at the top of the page click on there or go to our youtube channel we have a youtube channel devoted to all of our podcasts it's Zach's podcast. That's pretty easy to find. Just plug that in. You'll see all of our podcasts there. You can listen to them on your YouTube channel. Be sure to subscribe there. And I'll be back um, in July here in 2023 with some more value stocks. 
This material is being provided for informational purposes only, and nothing herein constitutes investment, legal, accounting, or tax advice, or a recommendation to buy, sell, or hold a security. Do not act or rely upon the information and advice given in this podcast without seeking the services of competent and professional legal, tax, or accounting counsel. Publication and distribution of this podcast is not intended to create, and the information contained herein does not constitute an attorney-client relationship. No recommendation or advice is being given as to whether any investment or strategy is suitable for a particular investor. It should not be assumed that any investments in securities, companies, sectors, or markets identified and described were or will be profitable. All information is current as of the date herein and is subject to change without notice. Any views or opinions expressed may not reflect those of Zach's investment research as a whole.